This is The Rest is PR with Lyle Fulton and Jackie Balls. Hello everyone and welcome once again to a very special episode, might I say, of The Rest is PR. My name, as it will always be, barring any incident at all, is Lyle Fulton and I'm joined, as I'm sure I always will be, by the absolutely wonderful Jackie Balls. Now, listeners, the magic is, the magic's gone, isn't it? You'll know the lighting is very similar. Jackie's basically just taken a jacket off. I've put a slightly different colored t-shirt on. We're not going to say, pie. yeah, we've had a mince pie. I'm about to have some mince pies, right? We recorded last week's episode 10 minutes ago. And now we're <laughs> recording this week's episode. Now it's the magic of podcasting. We make no apology for it. You know what? Unlike the subject of last week's episode, we're not going to apologize for what we're doing we are unapologetically recording lots before the festive period before we all take a break for christmas but jackie how are you this fine tuesday morning since i last spoke to you 15 minutes ago how have you been doing how was your mince pie there we go let's go with that mince pie was delicious <laughs> <laughs> i'm literally mainlining sugary things <laughs> If I tried to get my wedding dress now, I would uh, I would struggle, I'm sure. I need to go on that Christmas, post-Christmas diet. I'm absolutely doing it. I mean, I am currently in a Christmas carol, uh, which by the time this episode goes to air, will have finished. And it would have been a fantastic experience once again. Brilliant audiences, a great, great show. Um, but I have to wear a pair of black trousers in my role as Charles Dickens. And it's a pair of black trousers that, they, uh, that they've uh, kind of asked me to source myself. And... So I sourced them from a suit that I bought um, for, a, for a funeral that very sadly took place 18 months ago. And they are slightly snug and slightly more <laughs> snug than they were when I bought the suit. Um, so I think I'm in a similar position. Mince pie is galore. But yeah, we are very, very much looking forward to the festive period listeners. And we thought, and I did mention, that this is a very special episode of The Rest is PR. Don't think we've done one of these before. In fact, I'm almost certain we haven't done. But because we've done a full year now of episodes, we are now 70 plus episodes into what is... The rest is PR, and we're obviously embarking on Series 2. We thought at this point in Series 2, we would take a look back at what was essentially most of Series 1, at episodes throughout 2023, and have a look at some of our highlights, some of the things that really struck us. Now, we did want to provide a quick disclaimer, listeners, before we do so. As I mentioned, we're 70-plus episodes into The Rest is PR. We have had some absolutely fantastic guests. If we mentioned you all, and I know you're all listening because you're all avid fans of The Rest is PR, we <laughs> wouldn't have time, I don't think. We wouldn't have time to go through everything. So we just yeah, want to say... Yeah, minute per episode. Yeah. That would be 70 minutes. So 70 just... minutes. Uh, and I just don't have time to edit that. I mean, I would love to, and I'm sure it'd be fantastic, but I just do not have time to edit that. So we'd like to say from the bottom of our hearts to all of our wonderful guests and to you, the listeners, but particularly to our guests as well who have contributed so brilliantly to what is been a real passion for Jackie and myself thank you so so much for coming on the podcast and for being a part of it and for being a part of what we're putting out there I know I speak for you the listeners when I say that what you've contributed has been unbelievably valuable and so so entertaining and I honestly it's really made my year the sheer brilliance of our guests so thank you so so much but without further ado we're going to just look back at a few highlights and we are going to busk it a bit because we haven't really mutually decided which ones we're going to no, we have done no prep for this whatsoever. And I yeah. wanted to ask you, Niall, okay. when we started this mm. podcast and looking at where we are today and when we started, do you think it's turned out the way that you thought it was going to? 
brilliantly no uh <laughs> like brilliantly no and, and i think i've said this before on a, on a podcast i think i said this in, in recent weeks in fact that when we started out we very much focused on i think it was the kind of the christmas npr and actually a couple of weeks ago which is probably a good place to start and then we'll kind of start to go further back but when we started out i think quite rightly we were very new to kind of hosting ourselves and we've definitely found a language and we've definitely found a tone of voice and a vibe as it were between the two of us that i think if you go back listeners and listen to our first five six seven eight episodes would be quite different to how how we go about things now but it was also very in a very very brilliant way very informative it was you know this is a certain perspective on pr this is a certain area of pr this is a certain you know mechanism or theory within the world of pr and it very organically and in my opinion positively developed into okay so what's going on in the world and how can we apply theoretical pr pr, PR theory you know what goes on with pr how can we apply sort of elements of pr to to a current affairs story and then it again developed into look pr is everywhere and people need to appreciate this and value the fact that pr is everywhere and stop kind of putting it down the bottom of lists and realize that it's literally all around us communications is is all around us and i think the guests we've had on have reflected that development and that change because we've gone from having guests on who don't get me wrong did absolutely brilliantly in coming on and talking about their area of expertise to for example we had matthew buxton come on the brilliant Matthew Buxton a few weeks ago, who talked to us a little bit about open AI and the whole Sam Altman situation. Now, Matthew Buxton, we didn't even ask him this, but I'm fairly certain he can correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't know Sam Altman personally. So is by and large an observer like we are, albeit an observer with a certain amount of expertise on that situation and on AI and on crypto. And he basically came on and just had a chat with us. And it was just a great sort of three-person chat about a situation that had hit the news and I sort of just love having guests on where we can talk about their areas of expertise and what they've been up to in their work but also these guests then come on and really open themselves up to just having a chat with us about what's going on in the world and just you yeah. know their opinions and things like that I mean I suppose the same question back to you I mean how do you feel like it's developed did you ever expect it to be what it is now when we started over a year ago now no, it's, it's really, really different. And I, what you probably missed out on was my desire to do a podcast from maybe even before you joined Demoso, mm. but I didn't know quite what to how to do it. I didn't know quite how to put it together. And do you know what? I speak to so many people at the moment. I say you should do a podcast. Yeah. For example, for example, Helen Kensett, who came on our, our show from Cogniclick, she is an expert in sales. She'd written a book about sales. And her husband, Tim Crane, is an absolute expert in West Ham United. And he's been on television. He's He's been, been on, do you know, do you think you know who you are? With, um, I think it was Torville and Dean. And I think Jane Torville had a relative that was at West Ham. And I said to Tim, you should really do a podcast because he knows everybody. You know, he knows Jeff Hurst. He knows. Amazing. He, yeah, he knows all of the, the, the 1966 England football team. His contact, I literally walked into his kitchen while he was having a cup of tea with Alan Kerbishley, who's one of my heroes. And I was just like, oh, Kerbs, uh, bye. Kerbs, Kerbs. <laughs> what a legend Kerbs um, was. Charlton, yeah, West Ham. <laughs> I say to, I, you know, I say to Tim, you really should do a podcast. And he's like, where would I start? What would I do? And that was, and, and for me, that's 
that's the best thing. Mm. Just started. Yeah. I was lucky enough to have you come into my life with the abilities and 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 all of the skills that you have, the the organization, the presenting, <laughs> the voice, the voice. Very kind of you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that was, you know, that was so lucky that you you came along and you were able to sort of say okay run with this we can do this we can do that i can yeah. edit it i i i'll work out how to put it on acast and spotify and i i think when people listen to us they think oh yeah you know they they're doing this all sort of very professionally genuinely it's lyle's front room and my shed and lyle's great talent and ability to cut all this together and and, and make it a product yeah. and i think just you know so i never expected certainly never expected people to be asking us to put stuff into the podcast or suggesting topics or asking to come on the podcast it's just great well this is incredible isn't it because as well i mean like anything i think it's anything creative anything where you're putting yourself out there and you know it could be quite vulnerable you know in the first instance you've got to have an element of confidence in your own opinions and your own you know talents and your own skill set but also it can be quite a slow burn it can be quite a slow starter and and I think, you know, we can hold our hands up and say that, you know, it, ours was no different insofar as, you know, we look quite close to home in the first instance, people who worked for Demozo. But you're so right. Like one of the greatest thrills I have is I can now say to colleagues of mine, to to friends, to family, oh, you know, who have you got on the podcast this week? Oh, well, such and such asked to come on and promote their book or such and such asked to come on and talk about this. And and that's really amazing because, you know, it's that kind of we've often spoken about in the podcast, you know, sort of that 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 sort of secret source. You often use that phrase, you know, the secret source. I think I think our secret source is discovering that now people know that it's a thing and we've got a bit of a reputation of sort of being quite conversational and being very easygoing and, you know, being quite a relaxed structure and atmosphere that people come on and they just want to sort of talk about what it is that they do and get themselves out there, but also just want to come on and have a chat. I mean, you know, we spoke to uh, the brilliant Esther Stanhope, the impact oh, okay. guru, who was just this ball, brilliant ball of energy and was absolutely amazing. And it very much felt like after I'd done my usual, so what? what is it that you do and tell us about your career so far, that she then just wanted to basically have a bit of a chat for 40 minutes. Like, I mean, I kind of loosely spoke about what I hoped to speak to her about. But other than that, it was just sort of a bit of a general kind of relaxed, very organic. The way I email guests always is, you know, it's a very organic, informal conversation. And I think you're right. I mean, what I would say to kind of just bounce this back to you Thank you so much for for being so kind about sort of, you know, me getting it off the ground and, and helping helping you with it. We spoke about it. I remember when I first joined Demosa and we spoke about the possibility of doing it when I saw you in person. Uh, then it took a good few months for us to kind of go, yeah, let's, let's just bloom and well do this. And I think I was in a place where I was like, yeah, you know, I really want to do something like this again. I, I, it'd been a while since I'd done my one with the brilliant Duncan Mitchell, uh, who's, congratulations, by the way, Duncan, engaged recently. Fantastic, if you're listening. And um, yeah, congratulations to Ben yeah, as well. Ready. Yeah, I, I hope, hopefully. Hopefully I'll be, I'll be there, you know, fingers crossed. I hope I haven't jumped the gun here if he's listening, you know, no <laughs> pressure, you know, if, if you're limited. But, you know, I, I hadn't done anything in a while sort of like this, but I knew I could do it. And I think this has just kind of achieved a life now where it's very exciting that we're talking about, you know, doing a spin-off of something we're very passionate about, which we might even reveal today a bit more about um, because we've started conversations with that going into the new year about what we're going to do with that. And I think, yeah, you're so right. I think just looking back at, you know, it seems difficult to look back at any highlights because I think it's always been a highlight for me to 
sit down and even if it's just a chat with you when we just sort of catch up on current affairs and discuss the PR elements of a certain news story or a certain type of PR, whatever that may be, or even like we did recently, just to chat about Christmas and PR at Christmas and business at Christmas. It's just something I really look forward to. And I think the responses we've had have been have been extraordinary as well. People saying, are they you know, they're avid listeners to have something that you put out there that has even five avid listeners is quite extraordinary. So yeah, so to be approaching 5,000 streams as we head into 2024, given that it's only, you know, just a year old is is amazing. And, and, we, and we're going from strength to strength. It's, it's you know, and I'm going to keep laboring the point that 5,000 is such a thing. There are so many people who put stuff out there and, you know, it's well, we've quite... We've always very proudly organic. Yeah, and exactly. Thing. We've never really tried to force ourselves on, on mm. anybody or advertise or take yeah. advertising. Yeah. This has all just really been about sharing yeah. PR and yeah. promoting PR and making people understand how important it is. And, you know, just saying you could be in the smallest of small businesses or you could yeah. be a sole trader, you could be anything, but just recognizing how important communications are. And that's the only reason we did it. So yeah. for us to get 5,000 streams, it's a bit unbelievable really. It's mad. We don't, we don't make ourselves discoverable, which is really ironic because we're a marketing agency. Yeah. <laughs> and we will do, by the way. We're going to. Oh, we like, will, you know, we, we will, have plans to. But, you know, there's, I, I think. I like that... it. I kind of yeah. like dropping it in there, you know. Oh, we've got a podcast. What? You know, it's, I don't, I don't sort of, I don't use it. And I think that's what makes it easier to do because if you're constrained by sponsors or advertisers or if you feel like you're being you have to deliver something that everybody knows and there's it's formulaic it doesn't give good podcasts I don't think no exactly right I mean there's I, I'm just reminded you... of I mean I'm reminded of a thing on um on from the film Social Network which is obviously about the creation the conception of facebook which was originally called the facebook and they meet this insufferable guy played by justin timberlake who was the head of napster and don't get me wrong he's incredibly insufferable and does some really awful things to one of the co-founders of facebook and all this sort of thing but one thing he does say is if you do this to what you currently have you take away what's cool about it right and i actually think that what's cool about this right now is the fact that we can get an email from someone going oh i heard that such and such. I heard that Charles Orton Jones was on your podcast. He's a friend of mine. Charles Orton Jones' episode was another fantastic episode, by the way. Charles is a very eloquent, brilliant, brilliant guest that we had and fantastic contributor to the podcast. Oh, we learned a lot about what journalists want from Charles. Unbelievable. And he was also, I mean, I think his episode was entitled something along the lines of the massive problem with PR. And it was like the first <laughs> episode we'd had where it's like someone had come on and directly challenged the whole infrastructure that was the public relations sector in the industry. But just for the sake of argument, someone says, I goes, oh, Charles is a friend of mine. I heard this episode of the podcast. I think it's brilliant. Would it be okay if I came on? You know, I think that kind of way of organically achieving a guest base is absolutely what I hope this would be when we first started out. I didn't want to actively kind of, obviously you can be proactive. And if there's people you really, really want to speak to, like for example, Jackie and I, we don't want to sort of go back to Esther again too much, but Jackie and I decided that this woman, Esther Stanhope, some of the stuff she's putting out on LinkedIn was really, really cool and we were really interested in it. So I approached her and she was brilliantly receptive. She said, yeah, that sounds great. And she did her own podcast. And so we learned lots from her. And, and what we've learned from guests is something that I actually think is a really good thing to talk about next. But just going back to this point, we've been proactive at times, but other times, 
I think it's been very much like, I heard that this was a great thing to come on. Do you mind if I come on it? And it's like, well, yeah, of course you can. Yeah, of course you can absolutely come on the podcast because we, we'd love to have you. And we want to speak to as many different people from as many different areas of business and areas of life as possible. And I think you're so right in what you say. It's a really, really brilliant way of putting it. This idea that I just kind of like the organic growth that we're experiencing. And if anything, the longer we leave the kind of less organic side of things, the more likely we are to remember what it is that this is. Remember, you know, that this is important to grow it in that way and to continue for it to be this really cool organic thing. The more people listen. And, and at the end of the day, our main ambition is to just provide you, the listeners, with as entertaining and articulate coverage of the world as we possibly can i mean what's just going back to me what's the thing you've learned you think the most from also you know you know i think it's honestly as a from a holistic perspective Mm. i've i've learned and i've been in this industry for nigh on 30 years Mm. i've learned that you never stop learning that you never stop hearing about new things and that for me has been probably the greatest thing about doing this it feels like it's a a learning journey all the time so I never knew anything about sustainable communications before Mm. Helen came on Mm. from HN Communications yeah brilliant it it was such a thing and and of course it is of course it is but you know when you're when you're locked on your in your own lane it takes something like this to sort of take you out of your lane and go have you thought about this so I really I really like that Mm. and I, I like the fact that through learning, I can bring more stuff back to my clients and to my staff. Yeah. And, you know, for example, after Helen's appearance on the podcast talking about sustainability, I've rewritten my messaging and positioning session to include sustainability as, as one of the positions that companies have to think about when they're putting together their mission and their vision and their values. Mm. So, you know, those these things do directly affect what I take on and and yeah. and go forward with, and I love the fact that it extends a network. Yeah, that's another thing that I I really you know love doing. So for example, when it was Amanda came on with her book, yeah, I can never say her surname. I think Prosia. it's I think Pro Prosia. Prosia. Yeah, she she's done this great book about PR, and uh, she's based in New York. And suddenly, the sort of bing went off in my head, and I thought I must introduce her to the guys at University of North Carolina and the guys at University of Texas. Yeah, and I did, and now the her book is available to those students, and so you can start to see the sort of little ripples of effect of putting people together and creating more of a network. And the other thing, this final thing, which is really amazing is uh, we had Laura West on the podcast. We've also had Chloe on the podcast as well. But of course, we I started talking to Laura about Chloe and Laura's like, oh, I know Chloe. And then Chloe knew Charlie Grafton Callan, and then, and everybody knows each other. So everyone's like saying, yes, we must meet up and we must yeah. do something. And those kind of connections, I would have never made. Absolutely right. And, That's you know, exactly. And, you know, I think always be learning is, I think a really, really great thing to just sort of mention as well when it comes to just putting on a podcast. I mean, obviously the kind of title, the moniker of this of this particular episode is a look back through 2023, but also, yeah, it would be remiss of us not to sort of extend any advice for people. You know, some people heading into 2024 might want to do one, like might want to do a podcast because it's a New Year's resolution of theirs. You know, Tim, Jackie's friend Tim might just like, yeah, I'm going to do a West Ham podcast, which by the I've way- I've got to introduce you to. I would absolutely love um, to have Tim on the podcast. You must introduce you to Tim and you must talk him into doing a podcast. Oh, because honestly, 
And I, you know, a dream of mine is to be a guest on a football podcast and just to talk about football until I'm blue in the face. I think if I did a football podcast myself, I think I would start to get a bit too close to it. And I think I'd be a bit like, you know, I think I'd lose my mind because I think I'd, you know, my, mood, my mood is so affected by football, especially currently, given May nice current Yeah, exactly right. I mean, extraordinary. You know, like we are one of three British teams not in Europe. The mighty Brighton continue to march on in Europe and Manchester United are left languishing with one game away. <laughs> week between now and August but anyway this is not about football today this week this is not about <laughs> football because if we were looking back on 2023 years a Man United fan it would be mixed to say the least a highlight segue well, segue a highlight for your personal highlight must have been the Beckham one well, I did say this before we went live on this. Like, I didn't want to come across <laughs> as biased, but I did really enjoy the fact that we did one of the David Beckham documentary because I love the David Beckham documentary anyway. And I love that we spoke a bit about it. But again, that actually really brings something up, which I think is really important. I think one of the things I really love about doing the podcast with you and one of the things I love about doing the rest is PR and doing this podcast is that I think if I was doing a podcast with, you know, one of my mates from school, it would still be brilliant fun. And there would obviously be, still be some really interesting perspectives and conversations, but it would probably be 25 minutes worth of, oh, and do you remember this bit about the documentary? And, oh, do you remember <laughs> this bit about the documentary? And do you remember when they did that bit about the goalie score from the halfway line against Wimbledon in the end of the season? Blah, 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 blah. It would be all very football-centric and very... Blah. What I loved about that episode, obviously, predominantly, was because it was about one of my idols when I was growing up, David Beckham, but also it was about the fact that, as with lots of other episodes we do on The Rest is PR... When you tune in and the title is The Rest is the David Beckham documentary or The Rest is GB News or The Rest is Omid Scobie or The Rest is Sam Altman, you're not just getting a play-by-play -play of what's gone on with these things. You're getting perspectives on it. You're getting opinions on it. It's moved into the PR sphere and we unpick it based on the PR and the media relations and the marketing, et cetera, et cetera. I love that we really unpack these stories. And the David mm. Beckham one was a really, really good one. Because actually, if you'd have told me before we went live on that day that you're going to do a 50-minute episode about the David Beckham documentary and only about 20 minutes is it going to be remotely about football, I'd have, <laughs> I'd have laughed at you because I'm a football fanatic. But actually, by the end of the episode, I wouldn't have done it any other way. You know, if anything, we might have spoken a bit too much about football for my liking because I love talking about the other stuff. You know, I, I love talking about, I don't know, and that seems crazy. But I just think... One of the big things I would like to say is that I am learning so, so much while I'm doing this. You know, I'm learning so much about an industry I'm now, like it or loathe it, involved in. And I do really love it. I like it. I'm learning so much about it to the point where in my other work for Demozo and in my other work for all sorts of other people, I'm organically absorbing all this information that people then turn to me now, you know, sort of in, you know, when I'm in a cast of people and I say, oh, you know, you know what they've done there is like, it's just, you know, from a crisis communications perspective, I, I, I might have done this a bit bit differently. And actor mates of mine will turn to me and go, you lost me at the word crisis communications, let alone <laughs> what you said afterwards. Do you know what I mean, I, 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 I'm sort of speaking in this kind of lexicon now because I'm learning so much, not just from yourself, Jackie, obviously every week, but I'm, I'm learning from our guests and I'm learning so many things. And, and so just going back to it, yeah, I mean, just, just learning from people. But yeah, you're not wrong. The Beckham one was a particular Beckham highlight. one was great. I, I think I'm like... My favourites and another sort of shout out to Sanam Lu for suggesting that we did one about the sort of the Markles. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, I thought that was a great one. To yeah, do. absolutely right. And, and and again, like just another great example of someone who's turned around and gone, look, 
I would really like you to talk about this. And that just seems mad to me. Like the idea that people want us to talk about things, you know, that just always still really excites me. And it's, it's been absolutely brilliant. I mean, to kind of go from like the really, really kind of like the, the fun ones we've done, something that stuck out with me. I mean, and to just to labor on another quick fun one, which we'll go on to is obviously my dad was on the podcast, uh, <laughs> which was uh, which was a good fun one. Uh, we'll talk about that in, in due course. But um, we've also had people, I mean, we often joke about the fact that we quite joke in a really, really positive way because we're very, very grateful that we have this extraordinary listenership in, in Turkey. And we have spoken, obviously, to the likes of Batuhan, who, who came That's on the podcast. Cool. That was a great episode. And that was an incredible episode. And he was so articulate. And what an extraordinary gentleman. And I use the word gentleman very specifically because he's so generous with his mm. information. He's so generous with how much he listens to you. He's really, really generous with his answers. But we obviously spoke with Batuhan around the time of the Syrian conflict kind of building up, the Turkey-Syria conflict earlier this year. And he was also incredibly generous with his, you know, take on that and how it affected him. And again, that's just a reminder for me as well of just how important this can be, as well as entertaining. You know, we have discussed some very, very important things. And I like to think we've done it in a very, very considered and, yeah. you know, balanced way. Yeah, I mean, we've, you know, we've spoken to people who like Caroline, Caroline Wheeler, yeah we've talked we've talked about the infected blood scandal and we've actually mm. seen from her you know a number of things mm. one is how journalists can really influence outcomes mm. and you know from her campaigning along with the campaigners they've managed to create a situation where justice is finally being done when it comes to compensating those people who are affected by the infected blood that was given to their relatives or to them and killed them mm. killed thousand individuals a, a creeping enemy that was mm. just introduced to the innocent children mm. and we've we've seen that we also saw as a result of her appearing on the podcast our twitter blowing up yeah and and you know people you know getting very riled up about her part yeah to play. she tries to be very sensitive to you know to not be Want, she doesn't want to be the story hmm. you know she wants to tell the story yeah. but a lot of people try to make her the story and we tried yeah. to bring her on to so that she could tell the story so yeah there's so many different nuances to the yeah you know, we can deal with really serious issues like that and then we can you know talk about something just as funny as gb news well gb news and we had obviously i mean i get completely where you're coming from because it's like there's the serious in the sense of, you know, people's lives being at stake and, and historic tragedies and ongoing tragedies, such as the conflict in Syria and obviously the the infected blood scandal that Caroline's written in a fantastic book about uh, death and the blood. And and we obviously spoke to her about that. And that at times was just, an, well, throughout was an amazing lesson, but at times it was quite difficult to talk about because obviously there's some very sensitive issues there. But then you're absolutely spot on. I mean, you know, GB News, you know, in and of itself serious because of what it's doing to the landscape of media communications and the media at large. But, you know, with obviously some slightly more flamboyant points to be made because GB News, you know, in and of itself as an organisation isn't affecting humankind to that level do you see what i mean if if, if that kind of makes sense and then obviously 
you know, Coots versus Farage. And we haven't even spoken about Farage going in the jungle and then coming back out oh again. And like, you know, <laughs> and obviously we, we, we're doing highlights from the actual podcast. But I mean, you know, Farage becoming, seemingly becoming mates with someone from the only way is Essex or Maine Chelsea or whoever it was, who I got told the other night I sounded quite a lot like the guy um, who won the jungle in the end. Is it Sam? Fantastic. Yeah, apparently I sound exactly like him. I could be like a sounder like for him. Allegedly. No, he's more nasal than you. Good news. I'll take that. I'll take that all day long. But I mean, also, I mean, you know, lest we forget, and I certainly haven't forgot it, you know, there was a serious point to be made that was the underlying factor of this particular episode. But the chaos that was having Eric on the podcast. Oh, Eric Eric. Press, right, right. Now, you know, that, that, that there was a serious point at the heart of that, which was like the Activision Microsoft thing. But I mean, it was, you know, I've never wanted to put a disclaimer on an episode before I started, before I even kicked off in my life. I mean, it was just like, you know, here we go, lock and load. And he was amazing. And I'm he's a, been fantastic. a big fan of Eric. He knows oh. it. And he's he has great scepticism about PR. Yeah. But you know, he's been there. He's walked the walk. He's yeah. sat at board tables with the greatest in tech and games industries. Yeah. You know, he's a and he runs his own very successful podcast as well. Exactly right. The word that's come to mind is diversity. We really have had a really diverse group of guests. I mean, if you if you look at sort of we discuss diversity in itself with Sophia Aubrey Drake. Unbelievable episode, All by the, the way, as well. Transgender issues that you know we could we could start to talk about in terms of communication. Fantastic episode with Sophia. Great episode. And she and also the responses I had from that, by the way, were really, really hard. And I'm sure you had the same of people who were just like, it was just really great to hear someone who's been through this and who has so many great, you know, strategies of having dealt with it and who's been through hard times, but she's really really making a name for herself and, and and just doing amazing amazing things and she was just extraordinary she was a fantastic fantastic guest and yeah diversity is absolutely the thing and and that's something that again i'm sure you're gonna you're gonna mention something about this as well but that's something again that we were very aware of and we're very very determined to continue you know maintaining that diversity within the podcast but we've been we've certainly been helped in that by the fact that it's again just organically been a thing that we've done the brilliant chloe yeah. davis coming on the podcast sophia you know sort of like the gender balance has always been very very healthy as well so i mean you know we we are absolutely delighted that you know that we've been able to sort of you know adhere is the wrong word but kind of you know commit to diversity in the podcast as well and also i'm getting to speak to people that i otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity to speak to and but that's just me holding my hands up women Lyle. yes yeah. It's a lot of strong I have, women. I have this year. People I make have. Wake a bit like Patty Toledo, like Kelly Vero. Just really. Patty you know, and Kelly, by the way. Goodness Patty me. Kelly Kept me on my toes. Me. Kelly keeps me on my toes. Goodness me. But yeah, I mean, you're absolutely spot on. I mean, I think it's been, I mean, what we're getting to here is that it's just been a fantastic year. And I've never been so excited to kind of go into a new year with, with something I'm involved in as I am with this because. You know, if, if we can achieve what we've achieved this year with the guests we've had and the exposure we've had and the topics we've covered and the diversity we've managed to achieve, then 2024, I mean, it's just going to be, hopefully it's going to go from strength to strength. We want to have people back on as well. I mean, I think that's that's been another great thing is that we've there had people so back on. There are so many people we've, we've said we must get you back on. I mean, yeah. I remember talking to Rosie from Modern Women. And mm. in fact, she had me come and speak at the Modern Women Conference Amazing. after that. Yeah, so just just so many people that we want to bring bring back in. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, that, you know, not least my dad. Uh, not least my dad, who uh, who will probably insist on coming back on. We might even have a guest one week, and he'll go, "Yeah, can they not come on next week? I'm I'm free this week. Yeah, okay, come on." Or my dad, dad will come on our next one. What our... predictions? 
Well, I mean, I will be in no, the no, right no, not place. Predictions, not predictions. Uh, oh, 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 and we need to talk about this. Maybe that's a good point to end on. Maybe that's a good point to end on. I mean, before we let you go, listeners, thank you so much for, for listening to the latest episode. This brilliant rundown of 2023. I mean, as I'm sure you probably have heard and or seen if you're watching on YouTube, there was no structure to it. We just wanted to have a quick kind of, you know, regale about how much we've loved doing it this past year and um what's great is our next episode we can confirm this our next episode will be our predictions for 2024 and one of those predictions will be and we can exclusively reveal this on the rundown of 2023 is that uh, among other things that are going to be going on in the world and we're going to be talking about the world of ai and pr and games and tech and business and what's going to happen with the podcast is that there is going to be another podcast yes that's right jackie and i aren't busy enough obviously so we're yeah. going to do another podcast it's not going to be as regular we don't think it's not going to be as regular as uh, the rest is pr so you'll still be getting your weekly fix of the rest is pr and and this other podcast will be coming out we think once every fortnight possibly we still kind of have to kind of iron out the uh, the finer details but jackie and i decided that we would love to do a podcast which is going to be called jackie the rest is alcohol the rest is alcohol yes it's gonna be a spin-off of the rest is pr we probably haven't spoken about this actually so far in this episode, but one of my favorite episodes, I have to say, is when we spoke about drinking and it was really nothing to do with PR. We've obviously spoken a bit about mental health before, which again was nothing particularly to do with PR. We just kind of felt like we needed you know, something we should address given the stage we were at in, in our development as a podcast. And we spoke about, you know, alcohol and our own experiences or oh, just flown the wire youtube watches have just flown the wire up there but we spoke about alcohol and our own experiences with alcohol and obviously jackie you've been sober teetotal you've been non-alcohol for a number of years now and i obviously had a bit of a, an episode earlier this year which kind of asked me to reevaluate my entire relationship and my kind of belief system when it came to sort of my experiences with alcohol and i really have i really have sort of switched it up and changed and and I'm feeling so much better for it and just, you know, really, really kind of analyzing how it is I feel about it. We got to thinking we both had our own experiences, our own unique experiences, but not necessarily just unique to us because obviously lots of people go through these things in different ways. So we're going to do a podcast about it. And we would love to have people on the podcast who have had their own experiences, even if they haven't had their own experiences, people who work for alcohol-free drinks companies, people who work for alcohol-full drinks companies and what they do, you know, given the landscape as it is now, people who are in recovery, you know, however sensitive that might be, people who, you know, have had their problems in the past, just to talk about it and get out on the open road. And so you're absolutely right. My dad, one imagines, would probably be one of our one of our first yes and you know he's very very open about it now mm. and by the time this episode goes out um, i won't be spoiling anything because we'll be post christmas but uh, he now writes quite a lot every few days and he's got a bit of a series going with our family and he does speak quite a lot about his experiences with alcohol in those in those pieces of writing and his christmas present is i've got him a book that i'm going to put them all in just to kind of sort of you know document uh yeah document i mean i'm sticking and gluing for the last 48 hours given how what busy i've that? been it's pretty cool but it's taking a lot more work than i think i thought it would be so i'm running out of time but yeah <laughs> just going back to the listeners i mean jackie you can say a little bit before we before we bring this one to a close but we're really excited about it aren't we it's gonna be a really good one so excited about it and and i think we wouldn't be able to do it or conceive of it if we hadn't actually done you know 70 plus episodes of the rest is pr and yeah I think now we feel confident enough to tackle it's quite a sensitive subject yeah. and I certainly feel less than qualified really sometimes to delve into it but I think it's really important especially at this time of year when a lot of people are facing very confronting times mm. especially 
after this year, which has been very difficult. Like, you know, somebody said to me the other day, we've just come out of a pandemic and now all of this tragedy that's hitting us, I mean, the mental health of people who aren't even in conflict in, in times of war. Everybody's, I think, suffering a little bit. And when people suffer, they turn to alcohol. Yeah. And that's not necessarily your friend. No. Um, but I don't want it to be a preachy thing either. You know, we discussed this, didn't we? We said, no, nah, this isn't going to be preachy. Nah. This isn't going to be... What we'd like is to say it's okay. Yeah. It's just okay to talk about it. It's okay to say your relationship can get stretched with this particular thing, person, friend, foe that alcohol is. And that I think that's the main thing is just to just bring it to the fore, just talk about it. And to say it's okay to talk about it, whether you want to drink, whether you don't want to drink, it doesn't bother me. Mm. You know, I don't drink, but my husband, husband, my husband. That also happened this year. <laughs> that that also happened. That's a rundown. No, you yeah, you're right. Me, if you mm. told me a few years ago that I would be having a teetotal wedding, I would have laughed you out of the room. No, yeah. But I did, and it didn't matter at all and in fact it probably made the day that much more special for me because i could remember it <laughs> exactly right exactly and i think that's been a huge thing for me you know it's been an extraordinary thing you know that that kind of change however subtle um again i think you're absolutely spot on i mean you know i'm by no means an authority in, insofar as i continue to drink uh in my life but but in a, a totally different way and i have a totally different relationship with it and i really do appreciate and respect having conversations with people who go alcohol free or who you know you know, have alcohol-free evenings and, and you know, a friend of mine works for an alcohol-free, works for Lucky Saint who have an alcohol-free offering and, and oh, you know, them on. yeah, exactly. Yeah. My friend Adam, he's, he's brilliant and, and he'd love to talk about it. But I mean, yeah. I think it's been a, a really, really, that, that episode was a really, really important one for me. But just as we bring this episode to a close, listeners, I think also one of the reasons why we thought it was such a good idea, not just because of our own experiences, but because you're quite right. Like now we feel like we're in a position where we have the kind of skill set because of how far the SSPR has developed, and we've spoken a little bit about it in this episode, insofar as it's now just a conversation. Before, it was very much the how of the PR, which was absolutely brilliant, and the what. But now, we kind of focus a lot on the why of certain things. And we really kind of take things out on the open roads, really get them all on the table, and discuss things and have conversations. And actually, when it comes to that side of life and your relationship with alcohol, good, bad, or indifferent, talking about it, can be extremely comforting, can be extremely helpful, and can be extremely positive for your entire well-being and, and, and your life as a whole. And we feel like we're in a position, however unqualified we are to talk about the science or the psychology, we feel qualified enough to have good conversations with people and to have good conversations with ourselves. So that's what we're going to do. And that is going to be coming to you in 2024. And we're extremely excited. So with that in mind, I mean, we can still respond to those email addresses in the time being. If you have any interest in coming on, we would absolutely love to have a list of people who we could, you know, approach and get back to. So if you listen to this podcast and it's something you feel like having a, a quick chat with us about at a very, very warm welcoming environment if we do say so ourselves then let us know i might even get a sign i'm gonna get a sign i'm gonna put it there i think it's in the, <laughs> it's on the christmas list it's either gonna be on air or it might be like an actual logo or whatever we'll figure something out um but yeah do get in touch with us and we look forward to bringing that to you in the new year but for the time being listeners for the final time by the way in 2023 i've done some quick arithmetic and the next episode that will be coming to you will be in the new year so for the final time all those usual t's and c's info at the rest is pr.com info at the both those websites 
at the rest is PR on X for me. Twitter, capital T, capital R, capital I, capital PR, LinkedIn, get in touch with us. Instagram, I've never mentioned that before, but if you want to follow us on Instagram and get in touch with us via that, you can do so as well. Also, Demozo there. Jackie, same time next, next year. year. What yeah. do you reckon? I cannot <laughs> wait for it. Let's do it. Thank you so, so much, listeners, for joining us on the latest episode of The Rest is PR from both of us, from Jackie and myself. We hope you had an absolutely brilliant Christmas last week. Have a fantastic new year as you head into 2024. For the final time in 2023, take care of yourselves. It's Thank bye you. for now. Thank bye. you.